Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring, boring, boring. Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. This is Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Jared Saltalamacchia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right, baseball is not boring. Once again, a lot of stuff happening and, um... You know, baseball isn't boring, I think, more so in this past year for a lot of reasons, including Ed Hand, free agent correspondent of Baseball Isn't Boring, including Ed, because finally, 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 the entirety of baseball figured out that they don't want to see pitchers hit. Right? Correct? <laughs> um, except for maybe Shohei Otani, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. There you go. The American <laughs> League, The American League ended up being the only team with a pitcher who uh, anyone wanted to see hit and had had anyone hit in 2022. So we want to talk about the DH position, and I do find this fascinating. So before we get to my interviews with Nelson Cruz about DHing and uh, and also talking about J.D. Martinez, you know, one of the things that both those guys talked about is that you, know, you can't devalue the DH position. You can't just throw someone in there, and this is them talking, guys who have DH'd, because it's a weird thing. It is a weird thing when you're when you all of a sudden you're used to playing positions and then you're sitting around. Oh, by the way, hey, go go up. You, you've been sitting around for an hour. Go hit. Like that's. I don't know if te- some teams get that. Some teams don't. I, I, what, what do you stand on the DH position? Um, I mean, I, I was always, I always kind of preferred there not being a DH in the National League. I oh, you did. It. Yeah, you, you know, like the yeah. strategy. I like the strategy, and I like that there was something that made the AL and the NL different than each okay. other. Because otherwise, it's kind of like, well, okay, they're interchangeable. It's fine, whatever. But I like, I like there being a little bit of a difference. Um, wasn't a deal killer for me or anything like that. It was just a personal preference. Um, but what is interesting that you're seeing now is that there used to be, you know, some decent. You, a team would need a decent pinch hitter in the National League to come off the bench. 
And I thought that you would see more of these guys move into the DH-type role, but, you know, it's been kind of a weird market with that, you know? You're seeing a lot more guys that were starters at different positions become DHs, but you're not seeing those bench stats become full-time hitters. It's no. not, uh, which has been a little surprising to me. Um, you are seeing guys get about the same deal, though. The veteran DHs all seem to get around between 10 million and 14 million on this market. Like that's what JD Martinez got Justin Turner. Who's expected to have a role with a little bit of uh first base, but he got about $14 million for, for that first year to primarily DH. So that seems to be around where the value is right now. Here, here's my problem. And I hear you like the, the, if for those who really, really pay attention to the games, and I, I've done broadcasts where um, when the pitcher, when you do have that pitcher dynamic, it really is fascinating. Uh, you're figuring it out. It's sort of like we talk about with baseball, the biggest thing is sense of urgency. And when you get to the fifth or sixth inning, you actually start thinking about things that are important. And that's like, well, how are you going to maneuver that spot? It is interesting. But the problem is, Ed, I don't feel like enough people were paying that close attention to it. And they wanted to, they wanted to say, Hey, I want to come to the, see this guy that it's another guy who is going to like hit the ball out of the ballpark. And I know the pitcher isn't. So I think that that's where they landed. And another thing I didn't like, and this is a small thing, but because of the schedule, you were getting <laughs> at the end of the year, you were getting important series where the rules changed, where yeah. you would, you would have American league teams would have to say, Okay, you know, we have to go to a National League park in the last three games of the year, games that matter, and all of a sudden you're taking out our DH. And conversely, you had National League teams come in, and you're like, you're not equipped to have the same level of lineup because you don't have the built-in DH. So anyway, that's how I felt about it. Um, so when you when you look at when DHs, I'm going to ask you who who are who is left that could possibly fill in and say that guy is probably going to play DH more than he's going to play in the field. We'll put it that way. Cause almost okay. there's not really, I mean, we mentioned Nelson Cruz. We don't know. He's going to manage the WBC team. Um, and like I said, we're going to hear from him in a second. Um, but, you know, I've been asking you who is, who is the guy, who are the guys that, who are out there who could be impactful. Now I will say this about how teams view this. It, for the last 10 years or so, there has been this thought where every team was going to have this rotating cast of characters when it came to the DH position, okay? And some guys, some teams have had that to a certain extent. But the problem with that is that you have that and you don't have guys who are equipped to do it, like I said. And the other part is, Teams also, I think that he, the, the the biggest wake-up call for those who thought that the DH spot isn't important was when Tampa acquired Nelson Cruz in the middle yeah. of the year. I mean, that Ed, that was like the, oh, wait a second. This team, this team who has the ultimate like rotating cast of characters no understands the importance of putting that guy in the middle of the order. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, and I mean, I think some of it has to do with your roster construction. If you, you know, if you have a bunch of hitters that are able to play the field, then the then having a DH that's that good of a hitter becomes a little less important. But you still need to have that kind of hitter in the heart of your lineup. And if you can't play a position, well, hey, now you have a spot for him. Hmm. So if you have, say you had a DH spot and it was open, 
who would uh, give me give me a couple of names who hasn't signed as we sit here, and uh, if they do sign, why we're in, in in the hours leading up to this, and we'll just delete it. Uh, but uh, give me a couple of names where you say, okay, I can see this guy filling in there, and then maybe uh, sampling his his wear somewhere in the field once in a while. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned Cruz already. He's really a pure DH. You're not. I think he got one game at first base with the Rays when he was there, but he's not. Um, he's yeah. not a fielder at this point. Um, so he's the one that you know his team. Well, do, like, do you think uh, he has anything left? Though? I mean, do you would you would you sign him up on team? Yeah, a? actually, I would. Um, I, th- I heard that he had some eye surgery after the season ended. So maybe if he wasn't seeing the ball that well, that's that led to his um, underperformance. Um, but I think that like one way or the or the other, he's still a good veteran presence to have. You don't sign him for too much, and if uh, you know if he's if he's done it, then you eat that contract. But I think that I think he I'd give him a shot personally. We saw what like Albert Pujols did last year with the opportunity. Um, sure. I mean, um, but beyond, but beyond him, I think um, there aren't a ton of names that really scream out at me. Um, I think Gary Sanchez is somebody that's interesting. Do you have because, hope for Gary Sanchez? Um. I mean, he hits home runs. He doesn't really do anything else, but he hits home runs. I like him runs. personally. He hits home runs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do I think he's going to be like um, a championship DH who hits 40 home runs or whatever? Probably not. But I think that the fact that he does play a little bit of catcher adds to versatility. It never hurts to have a third catcher on the bench. Um, I think that he could he could hit 30 home runs one year. It might not be – the hit part of it might not be great, but the power, I think, is definitely there. Yeah, well, here's another interesting part of this equation. So you can't – I think that way one of the subtle things, that the way that things are trending and how teams are building is that – we've talked about this a little bit, about the, the quest for contact. So, yeah. you know, it's like we aren't going to accept this going up there, hitting home runs, and swinging and missing a lot. Well, maybe they will. I mean, you can't get around it because a lot of guys do it. But still, uh, the the looking at what the Astros did in the World Series, looking at how the shifts are going to impact, I think that's a big part of it. One thing that people aren't really talking about. It. I talked to we had um we had on Gus Quattlebaum, uh, executive for the Red Sox. Oh yeah, listen, listen, Quattle, and Gus Quattle, There's two Quattlebaums in baseball. His brother also was a hitting instructor with the Mets. And he was talking to he because he had a big hand in the Yoshida stuff for the Red Sox, and and we talked about that about this guy you know, you know put, making contact and how that really might be prioritized more because of the shifts or the lack of shifts. And so uh, so when we talk about a guy like Sanchez, or you know I, maybe there isn't that acceptance. Maybe they'd rather have the guy the the smaller guy who's going to put the ball in play. I don't know. I mean, this a lot of this stuff we just don't know. Yeah, no, and it's a good, it's a very good point that, um, well, you know, one guy that, as you've said this also with the, the the contact part of it, one guy that could be an interesting option if a team does want to go that way is that you take John Segura and you just tell him you're RDH, you can fill in on the infield every now and then, but yeah. we want you to stay off your feet so you can stay healthy. But there's a guy that averages, that, you know, averaged for his career about 30 doubles, 15 homers every year when he's been able to stay healthy. If that's... You know, if that's what the offense you're trying to build, you might as well give it a shot. You have a utility guy that way, too. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's the thing is I think that if you can get a guy that can hit enough and can play to fill in, then that goes a long way. Um, but, you know, team still, I'll, I'll come back to it. it, it you can't, you still need the middle of the order guy. Like, I've always said yeah. this. 
you need the guys in the middle of the order. I've seen teams try to get around this and using the Rays as another example, you know, the Cruz thing. But you need the guy where everyone else can get better around him. There's to to, like when Ortiz left, one of the biggest mistakes the Red Sox made was they said, no, well, what we can, what we're going to do is we're going to, we can have Hanley there. You can play whatever. And, but everybody else is going to get better around him. Mookie's going to get better. Bogart's going to get better and everything. No, I mean, you can't, you know why they were getting better? Because they had Ortiz sitting there and they they didn't have to worry about being that guy. So, You still need the guy in the middle of the order, I think. You need the guy, but he doesn't necessarily have to be a DH is the only no, thing. No, no, yeah. As the as DH as doesn't, as yeah, but you have to have that guy. And if he's a DH, you better be able to find – if you're about to lose him, you better find a guy that can replace specifically that bat, not just somebody that can hit like 270 and hit home runs or something. No, absolutely. Well, you know, uh, Ed, good job with everything. And uh, now we're going to turn the page. We're going to we're going to keep the DH conversation going. First, we're going to talk to Nelson Cruz. Oh, I caught up with at the World the um, uh, Winter Meetings. The, he's managing the World Baseball Classic team, Dominican Republic. But you know, I want to talk about DH stuff. And then we did. We talked. I talked to JD Martinez a little bit about how he views the DH position and and how he understood like how he has to change things a little bit by not playing the field and you get older. So, uh, yeah, so all good stuff, Ed. So, listen, kick your feet back up. Enjoy the ride, man. Good job. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. See you next time. How you view how teams are valuing the DH. We had gone through years where we thought, oh, teams are going to, like, sort of just piece it together, and some teams have. But how do you view it, like, how that's going? Well, DH is a huge piece of the, of the lineup, you know. Um, most of the times, he's the best hitter. Um, everything is different. It depends what what you need. Um, but definitely, it's important because um, it can, that's the guy who can change the game with a swing. He, he, he cannot do anything else. He's gonna play defense or anything else. He only hit, you know. So yeah. you want you want you want a good players uh, being DH. The you know JD Martinez, I talked to him a lot, and he actually talked toward the end of the season about needing to, as he got older, needing to adjust, figuring out how he could adjust things. Is that is it an art? Is it where you have to figure that out? Like he talked about having to. I think the word he used was activation. You know, as as you went on, it's it's not just hey you're a good hitter go be a DH right. There's a lot that goes into it. Yeah, no doubt you have to prepare to become a DH uh, because now you only hit. Uh, so how do you have to create routines where when you see it's not like I'm done like to get up again and try to hit again um, every case is different every everything every player if you ask the ages through the years they will tell you oh, I will do this and probably everybody is different um, on their approach and the way they they stay ready for, for, for every event when did you figure it out well, I remember my first few years. I was I was really bad when I was DHing. Once I realized that, then oh, I gotta I gotta be DH full time. I just have to. It's a change my perspective. You know, once yeah. you change it, then you become I guess a good, a good DH. Did you change it in the last whatever three or four years? Did you change how you approached it at all? Um, yeah, I mean, I always try to stay active. Um, I don't want to, like, run a lot because yeah. I feel like I get, I get tired to the games and imagine I do that every day for 162. So the things that I thought was, if I know I got to hit, then I go hit. The about before or the inning before. 
Um, and I stay up. I don't, I don't like to see that. Yeah, no, okay. And the last thing is, I remember David Ortiz would always be like, I want Nelson Cruz, I want Nelson Cruz. I, want. I mean, for you, do you ever, ever remember having any conversations with the Red Sox at all? No, no conversations with him. David, yes, he, he always David, called me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He always called me, he always wanted me there. Good stuff from Nelson Cruz. Next up, J.D. Martinez. You, I remember you talking about, like, you know, wanting to play for a long time. And do you feel like you can make adjustments to, to accomplish your goal? Like, I don't know, you know, Nelson Cruz long, but still, do you feel like you're in a place where you can play for a long time? I think 100%. I mean, I already have, like, a really good plan of what I want to work on and things I want to do in this offseason that I'm really excited about. And, you know, and just learning, you know, just it's different. It's, preparation now is different than what it used to be why you know, for me just because of my you know my age and my body and the way i have to get my body ready is that go ahead certain things i had to like turn on and certain things i have to like learn how to like activate certain you know just certain systems that when you were younger you never had to do you know you spend more time on other things now it's like okay now you gotta spend more time on this has that been even more the case, like this say, since since coming off the All-Star break? Yeah, it's one of those things where you just, you know, it's like you don't, um, uh... I mean, you do, again, it's a game of adjustments. Yeah. And, and like, like this year, I guess the question I'm asking, like this year, has there been more adjustments in that respect than ever before? Um, I think this year was kind of one of those years where it's just like, you kind of learn a lot more about other parts of like you know like your body like your nervous system type stuff you know where it's like hey like these young guys come out here and their freaking nervous system is is on you know I've always taken that side for granted I'm like nervous system what the f- is that you know I just gotta like but no I've learned now that it's like dude just, I have to fire my body up like challenge it not just in flips not just in BP like crank the machine up do some explosive movements and the and you know the like freaking weight room like do something to get my nervous system on so now that you've said it like now I'm intrigued because I like science right when did the nervous system stuff come up did someone like point this out to you you seem like a guy who likes to learn things someone pointed out to me I don't want to mention their name just because, you know, but I don't want to sound... Proprietary nervous system information. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I don't want them to be on record or anything, yeah. you know. He's an ex-baseball player. Sure, okay. You know, the guy played a long time, and he reached out to me, and he's like, dude, he goes, I feel like you're in the same situation. I was like, you got to learn how to, like... Once I reached, like, your age, I've learned that I have to, like... Get turn, things going. Yeah, like, turn things on. Like, you're, you're fine. Like, I'm not saying your body's not ready, your body can handle it, but it's like, sometimes it's like the fastest pitch or the first time you're expected to like make a quick reaction is when you're in the box because you're in the cage and what do you face like BP and fucking flips I was like yeah he's like it's not like when you play the outfielder you're playing you know defense where they hit a ball and you gotta make a move you know they do this and you gotta go there yeah you know it's more like and that, just that, chilling. and that really like hit home this year more than ever I mean, we just, yeah, and it's one of those things where I'm like, dang, I never thought of it like that, and it kind of makes sense, and it's something I want to try going into, like, the off-season and just, just try a different form of training, really. How do you do, like, I don't want you to give, like, all the exercises, but, like, how do you, 
that's what that's what I'm going to look into. Okay, that's what I'm really going to dive into, and that's something I'm really excited about. So, like in layman's terms, it's sort of like before when you're younger, you can just sort of show up, roll out of roll out of bed. Yeah, uh, not roll out of bed because you practice, but now it's like you got to sort of amp up for that that exactly. moment, right? Exactly. It's one of those things where like you know these young guys come in and it's just like hey sprint and they go okay boom yeah come here you hey sprint it's like oh shit hold up guy. we gotta like you know let's speak for yourself <laughs> yeah it's like so it's it's one of those things where and I think it's kind of hurt me a little bit like you know not being in the outfield as much yeah where, you haven't played at all yeah right? where yeah. I haven't been able to like move around and it's kind of a it's one of those things where I look back and I'm like dude I feel like I should have you know, really try playing outfield more this year. Because last year I played it. 2020 well, well, I did Well, that was the plan. 2019 I did. 2018 I did. Yeah. But. This was the first time this full. This in 2020. In the COVID year. Right. Well. Yeah. When did, uh, when did this start? When did, like, you talk, you know, again, when did you talk to this person? When did this start really sort of resonating for you? At what point in the season? Recently? Okay. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. All right. So there you go. Yeah. So, I don't know. Something I'm just intrigued in. Something I just want to really, like, you know, dive into and learn into, like, I can't expect to do things fast out there. i got to practice doing things fast before I get out there. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, it does. I mean, it's, it's amazing that, like, and it makes sense to me, but when you're younger, you, you probably take it for granted that the older guys don't have to go through a different and I'm not saying you're old yeah. saying you're, you're still a young man congratulations yeah. but as you go on they, oh my goodness I, I'm going to have to do that like three years ago you probably never thought or, like, no I have to worry not about my nervous system no it's just one of those things where I'm like dang there could be you know kind of on to something here. I think he's kind of right I mean it just makes sense like mm. the one thing that's really changed is that like you know mm. having on the field as much having been freaking that like I do my stretch I go out there I throw I move around you know but besides that I'm in a hole all day well it's like when I sit in a car for four hours and try to get out yeah you know so in celebration of opening day we've got a special episode of the Moth podcast for you the theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people I gaze out at the players on the field and then I uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that Something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.